from Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. What up, fellas? What up, what up? How you guys do today? Divisional playoff Sunday, or Saturday, I should say. Divisional weekend. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. We're like whose dogs are those? Uh, ah, whose dog is that in the background? That is uh, Mr. Clyde. Mr. Max. No, it ain't Max. Clyde. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 So but hold on. I'm wouldn't you problem. know? As soon as, soon as we go live, the dogs start barking. Oh yeah, that's um, Clyde's in here. Clyde's in here next to me. And, Laying down after he got done shredding the couch while I was gone. Did you use all that Vagisil? What's that? Did you use all that Vagisil? <laughs> the Vagisil? Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking to me? <laughs> hey, you know what's nice about this, Tom? I'll tell you what's nice about it. <laughs> ready? You ready for it? You ready? You ready? Oh! Hey! Hey! You start talking. Camera shit, one. We'll get rid of you. Camera we'll just, we'll just, we'll camera just get two. rid of you. Camera one. So anyway, we'll bring JP back in. So you know, we <laughs> want to feel feel left out. What's up, JP? How you doing, bud? Long time I'm good, see? man. I'm ready for fucking super wild car weekends in the past. It's Saturday. It's divisional round. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Ready to eat well, some chicken. Four awesome games this weekend. I mean, each one of them should be. Uh, you know, a, a good battle to the end, and and uh, I think we're up for a, a good treat, another yes. good weekend. Yes, yeah, right. right. Be uh, excited. You know, I read the news that uh, you know Derek Henry's back. Um, they said that last week uh, during the uh, during the off week, uh, he tried to run at full speed and uh, really wasn't having it. Uh, still kind of tender. You know, he's got a. You know, he's got a metal plate in his foot. I heard he's um, looked great so, in practice. Yeah, so this week, whatever, he came back and he looked really good. Uh, and they're expecting him to, uh, you know, be a a part, a heavy part of what they're doing and, and impact. So that's always good to see. What about Cam Akers last week? My God. Six yeah. months well, removed he, from an Achilles injury? That That's that's impressive. That's, un- that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. You know, and I think to be honest with you, him being back last week, I think was definitely the key to uh, the Rams. Stafford only thrown the ball seventeen times. It, it, you know what? If you only got to throw the ball seventeen times, and you and you got two two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown from your quarterback, yeah, uh, right. you know, uh, it, it, as much as us Lions fans, uh, you know, hate to see it or whatever, but it, he he did what he had to do, so. Yeah, we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people in the comments already chiming in for their picks, you know. And you know, we got a Cincy pack, uh, Chiefs and Rams. So we'll get to that a little bit later with the, with everybody on the stream. Let's talk about let's talk about dark horses real quick before we go into this, because I really, really, really would love to see Joe Burrow get there. Well, I um, mean, explain he, explain why you see that, JP. I mean, it's just Joe Cool, man. Come on. I mean, the guy's awesome. 
He's got T. Higgins. He's got Jamar Chase. He's got the hey, young angle, guys. Angle your camera to the right a little bit. There, there we go. There you go. There we go. Hey. Oh, wants to see your biceps. <laughs> or but you know, you got T. Higgins. You got Jamar Chase. You got the young guys. Everybody's under 23 years old. They're I mean, a fun you, team. You'd love to see it. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh, for sure. They're a fun team to watch. And, and Burrow. Burrow is just like cool as a cucumber out there, you know, nothing phases him. And then even as his interviews after the game, you know, he's Joe cool. You know, he's just calm and collect collected. And then there it's good for the NFL to have a, a, the next face. You know, you got Stafford and Brady going up against each other. And then, you know, the, the, the next, uh, yeah. you know, crew of faces of the NFL are in there now too. So it's, it's, it's exciting. I got a hot take on that Bills Chiefs game, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, I like we'll your hot takes. It. Hot takes. So, so Derrick Henry coming back—that's going to be good. Uh, it's definitely going to be good. Is it? It's going to give Cincinnati a little bit of trouble on the defensive side of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. But however, I still think uh, I, I'm with you, JP. I, I think Joe Burrow—he uh, has it. I think. With uh, everybody that he's got surrounded him on the offensive uh, offensive side of the ball, uh, I think they're going to get it done on the yeah. defensive side of the ball. I figure if they can contain Derrick Henry, I mean, but still, granted, I mean, unhealthy Derrick Henry. For, he's been he's been removed after you know week eight. He, he was out on week eight, right? And yeah. Uh, yeah. we talked before the show. It's been Tom out since Halloween. Yeah, so in week eight, we talked. Uh, Prior to the show, in that eight weeks, he had 937 rushing yards or some some Isn't crazy, it crazy stuff like that. that. Derrick Henry has been out that long, and he was still leading the league in rushing like three weeks after he was out, four mm-hmm. weeks. Yep. I think the key the key in this game for Cincinnati is uh, Henry's the type of back that seems to get better as the game goes on. Um, so containing him early on, I don't see it being a big problem for Cincinnati. It's the fourth quarter. Um, well, how much Cincinnati's run stuffer is out. He's done. Yeah, yeah. So which is tough. You're going to have to bring in, you know, the linebackers to to, to cover and you keep your safety up, um, which is really good for you know uh, throwing the ball. But um, you 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 got to hope to contain him late late fourth quarter when 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 the game's on the line. What is that, um, Rich? Somebody posted. I, I don't know. So that's that's to me that's the key. If you can if you can contain him uh, in the fourth quarter. Now, what kind of game shape is he going to be in? You know, he's been out since week eight. So is he going to be? He'll be a gamer. You'd know, be ready to play. I mean, he's he's. He'll be a gamer. So yeah, I mean, it it to me it comes down to um, Tannehill if he doesn't make any mistakes. Well, it comes um, down to me for A.J. Brown. Is he going to make plays? Is Julio going to make plays? Well, Julio only had one touchdown in the regular season, so yeah. he's going to well, have to produce. It's playoff time. Right. So Yeah, got to grind it. Got to grind. This is what he brought. This is what he came to Tennessee for. Yep. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so they're the number one seed. So, I mean, they're going to have to show something. I I, I, believe... I, don't, I don't believe they're, the, they're the, the best number one seed we've ever seen. I think they're somewhat fraudulent in, in, in a way that um, yeah, but I they got in, lucky at the right time. But we'll I believe see. in Mike Vrabel. Well, yeah, he's he's he pushes the right buttons and he's a great coach. You know, he's he's a coach of the year candidate, and 
and uh, you know they're going to have the home crowd, which is going to help them. And and so we'll see. I mean, to, to start home the weekend is always good. Game, what's that? Home cooking is always good. It helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. All right. So the next game we got Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Hot takes, baby. Hot takes. So so uh, I tell you right now, if, if Josh Allen plays like he played last week, um, and he will be very. It's going to be very hard for any team to stop them on their way to the Super Bowl. I got – let me tell you something, Rich. All right, let's hear it. I got the Bills. And you want to know why? Devin Singletary, the run game, Allen throwing the ball 30 times a game. I love the Bills. And Willie Gay shouldn't be in the game, shouldn't be playing anyways. But, yeah, I got the Bills. I love the Bills in this game. <laughs> I'm going to bet on the Bills. I'm going to put some money on it. What's your hot take? That's the Bills. That's my hot <laughs> take. That's, that's your hot take? Uh, you put betting for the team that went into Kansas City earlier this year and frog stopped them? Yeah. I don't <laughs> – to me – That's my hot take. I'm taking Kansas the Bills. Kansas City, they, they whooped on Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh – I mean, come on, guys. It was a participation trophy for them to be there. I think that the Bills are ready and poised, and they're going to get revenge from last year's playoff game. I love the Bills. Hey, are you all right, JP? No. Okay. <laughs> You're hiccuping a lot. <laughs> You're hiccuping a lot. <laughs> I might have got drunk last night. I don't know. Well, it sounds like you've uh, started off this morning with it, too. But I, 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 I drank a bottle of champagne when I got home. Oh fuck! A oh, so that's probably why you're all bubbly, huh? Yeah, a little bubbly. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, so let's, you know, I didn't really, I didn't submit picks. You know, Drew, who's normally on the show with us, started at the beginning of the year. Unfortunately, yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't be on today. He's got some, uh, some all house OGs obligations today. that he's, that he's, that he's, that he's taking care of. We do have the OGs. JP hasn't been back in a while, so it was, like I said, it was good to see you. So. You know, we got, you know, my pick for the one. I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to take Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati over Tennessee. Uh, and then for this next one, uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. I'm with you, JP. I think Buffalo has it. I just think that, I think, I think they're going to be able to, uh, to lock in. Uh, At Arrowhead. Yes. I think they're going to be able to lock in and take care of business. Uh, Tom, who do you got? I, I like Buffalo here. Uh, I think, uh, you know, you look at last year, uh, the way that game ended, uh, Steph Diggs on the field uh, watching the celebration. I think I think a lot of players uh, uh, look at that and they, they use that as fuel. Uh, Buffalo has pretty much a complete team. Um, uh, you like their defense here. I think defensively they, they match up well against Kansas City and they'll be able to hold Kelsey back. And, and that's the key to this game, in my opinion, you got to contain Travis Kelsey. Not many teams can do that. I, I think uh, Buffalo has the safety presence in their defense to be able to do that. Uh, point for point, I, I think we're, we're looking at a high-scoring game here. Um, yep. uh, so even offensively, they match let up me well. ask, Let me and ask Allen you guys. Allen has the ability to run and throw. Go ahead. Over, under 57 and a half. Under. Under. I'm just. I'm gonna go over by maybe a point or two. Divisional, I think they're both gonna get into the 30s. Divisional games normally go under. 
Uh, I, I like the over here. I because I, I just think it's going to be a shootout and it's going to be a shootout early. And um, I, I Buffalo last week what they did to uh, New England, uh, it was impressive. And and I think that momentum carries. And 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 like you said, JP, I think this is their year. They have just enough combination of run and pass, mm-hmm. and they have a quarterback who, to me, he's probably still underrated. Right, Josh Allen, uh, who, uh, if anybody hasn't paid attention, I, I think they're going to pay attention after this game, and, and Buffalo's going to go in there. And well, I think quiet, quiet. The like uh, you said, I think Travis Kelsey is the key. The key. Yeah, he's going to be the guy. You know what I mean? And then you you go to Poyer and you go to the safeties for Buffalo. You know what I mean? That are going to be on them. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is going to bust the big. Big play out regardless, right? Kelsey, Kelsey is Mahomes' security blanket. Right. Whenever he needs a play, he always seems to find Kelsey, and and that starts with his ability to uh, make plays with his legs, keep keep the play going. Yeah. And now a lot of defenses can can run with Kelsey, and and that's where I think Buffalo can, and they proved it earlier yeah. this year. They went into Arrowhead and absolutely dominated him. I think I could run with Kelsey. The first five yards. <laughs> Bullshit. You can trip him up after within. <laughs> Shut up. So I've got right. in the first game. In the first game, I have Tennessee winning. Uh-huh. And in the second game, I've got Buffalo. I, you know what? I'm going to take Buffalo and I'm going to take Cincy. I'm going Cincy. Yeah. I'm going Joe Cool. I'm, I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I'm going Joe Cool. <laughs> you know, it was funny because I think uh, you and I went back and forth, uh, JP, <laughs> after the interview or whatever. Sure, whistle. Not here. No. Whistle. No. I hear no, I hear whistle. no whistle. I'm exactly. telling you, this guy. But however, his, however, his hands were up in the air, like, "Hey, what the hell are you blowing the whistle for?" Like, right. he heard the whistle. No, he heard. Well, rightfully so. I think that you know they they bended the bend the rules a little bit there, but they knew they fucked up because you know it was a touchdown. <laughs> and you know what though, they fucked up, and you know what it cost them? They won't be working a playoff game the rest of the year. No, they're done. They're done. That's it. I think Boger shouldn't have been Boger shouldn't have been doing that. He's he's ready to retire. And he, yeah. he shouldn't be doing playoff games anyways. Right. Why are you saying it? Because he's old? He he someone, has someone call the EEOC, please. Call the EEOC. Somebody, he he has been known age discrimination. A lot of plays. His crew. Well, let's not get Jason Green in here because he'll tell you that that play should have been blown dead, right? Nope. He he said what should have happened was it should have went back. No play, replay the down. Him and I had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's not the only reason why he even said that is because I texted him. I thought maybe he was watching the game and he goes, I wasn't watching it, but then he saw the replay. He goes, No, that should have that should have went back. This should have been right. a, a dead play. Replay the down. He called it an I dog, an inadvertent whistle is what they call it. So anyway, moving on to Sunday. Sunday we got two good. We get we got two great Man. games on Sunday. Man. We got Tampa Bay. We got Tampa Bay and the LA Rams. Sunday is the full entree. There you go. Hey, that's a good way to think of it. But yeah, so we got the Bucks and the Rams. Everybody, Stafford got his first win. Yeah. Um, it only took him four times. His fourth fourth times a charm, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, and he did it in spectacular fashion, like we were talking a little bit earlier. When you only when you only have to uh, rely on your quarterback to make seventeen throws attempts, 
Right. 15 completions, right? Was it 15 completions? 17. Oh, 17 attempts. Seven, no. 17 attempts. I think it was 14 and 17, something Four, like that. 14 and 17. Yeah. Still. Okay, so three incomplete passes. whoop de doo and, right. and he also surprised us at the goal line and stuffed one in. I mean, which we're not used to seeing that, but right. whatever. But, uh, you know, kind of like what we said is, you know, if if you don't have to rely on your quarterback to make a, a bunch of throws I mean, when your run game is so strong. Uh, and I think, honestly, that's that was the difference between his success in – L.A. in his time in Detroit, I think, I think the run game, uh, the run game obviously is better in L.A. Um, and I'm not going to say it's based off talent. I think it's more uh, schematic based. I think right. Um, you know they, they they play to their strengths. It's, well, you got Odell Beckham and you got Cooper Cup. Yeah. Also, you well, got guys that you, Beckham you got, that just got drug tested. Cup did. Yeah, he probably he, Beckham. yeah Beckham did. Because he had what six touchdowns in the last nine games or something. Yeah, like that. Hey, so, hey, and Baker Mayfield said he was done, right? <laughs> well, number one, <laughs> number one, yeah. uh, o- Odell Beckham is a big diva, and he didn't want to be in Cleveland, so he wasn't giving his all, just like he wasn't doing it in the in New York. So he goes to LA, gets put right on a first place team, and lo and behold, I was playing good football. I would love to see Terry Sloan on this show. And see what he thinks about Odell Beckham. He, he, he'd tell you the same thing. He's a joke. He, he's, he's a joke who only plays when he wants to play. Well, he's a great you don't player. Think I, you don't think I'm not monitoring the uh, the comments right now to see uh, you know Terry pop up? Because he's probably typing a novel right now if you heard that. Probably watching. He, All right, I, so, I watched so him got... drop passes and, 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 and not go 100% every week in Cleveland. That's why he didn't get the ball, because he wasn't trying. Yeah. All right, so we got Rams. Uh, I think the keys to their uh, the keys to the Rams winning the game uh, would be uh, still got to dominate the run game. You still have to you still got to be able to uh, you know take control of the ground game for sure, and then only rely on Safford to only you know you, you know twenty passes max. If they get behind early, it might be a tough day for the Rams. I think if I they think- can come out. Get the first score, get some points on the board, get ahead of the game. I think that's gonna uh, that's gonna pay dividends in the end for him. So my pick is the Rams. I got. I think that Aaron Donald and Von Miller got to get after get after Brady. And the key here is Tristan Wirfs and it's Jensen. Are they gonna play? They're both probable questionable right now. Right? Who's uh, who'd you say? Jensen's gonna play. Tristan Wirfs and Jensen. Are both all pro offensive linemen, so uh, work. I think work is out, yeah. I think they said he was out. Well, so you got to keep him clean, right? And yep. playoff Lenny's back this week, but come on, guys, we're not going to make a living going against Tom Brady. He always, always finds a way to do it. So, in this game, Tampa Bay, Ooh. yeah, I mean. Like you said, JP, I think the key is if you got to keep Brady upright. Their defense is un- – people don't talk about Tampa's defense enough. You got They're Zach also, Barrett. You got Pierre Paul. You know what I mean? You got Winfield in the back. The, the problem I mean? with their defense right now is their secondary is depleted. Devin White. So, you got Levante David. I mean – This game yes, this game is going to be low scoring in my opinion, and it's going to come down to uh, mistakes. Um 
will Stafford be able to uh, handle the pressure going up against, you know, the greatest of all time? Um, so this is where, you know, his run game, his, the run game really is key here for, for both teams. Uh, it looks, it sounds like Fournette's going to come back. Yes. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay had, has the blueprint. It, it, it's what marched them into the Super Bowl last year and they yeah. won based on defense. And to me, you've got to pressure the hell out of Stafford and, and he makes mistakes. And the, specifically the second half of the season, he made a lot of mistakes because he, he got a lot of pressure. So right. if they can bring the heat on Stafford, take Cup out of the game and keep Beckham, Beckham you know, uh, at bay, uh, it, it could be a long day for the Rams. But yeah, I got well, Tampa Bay winning though, this. I got it's Tampa also going to be a long day on those on that secondary to try to contain those those two said guys. Uh, you yeah, know, that's you know Brilliant. I got the Rams. So no, I'm talking about Tampa, Rich. Tampa Bay. Wake I'm, up, I'm, Tampa like, Bay. Rich, wake I, up. I like Tampa here. Home game you're, you're, experience. You're gonna, I've been with you the whole time, and now you're gonna my one pick that I go against you, and now we're we're not <laughs> friends anymore. What the fuck, man? Oh, it's oh, Brady, man. Oh, hey, I'm a Brady. Oh, I'm a hey. Brady Homer. Hey, listen. The man has spoken. On Facebook, the man we asked for his opinion, and he gave it to us. Terry Sloan, there he goes. Great receiver, but a diva also. Baker should not have played most of the season with those injuries. Accuracy was terrible. Everybody, Terry has spoken. Terry, with all due respect to you, sir, Baker is terrible. <laughs> well, we'll see next year when he's healthy. Yeah. Well, he I was playing on one arm and one leg. You, I understand you that angle that you're going there, sir. All right. Hey, listen. Let's oh, not. Hey, hey, let's. Hey, let's not talk about teams that are not in the playoffs right now. Let's keep moving. Are <laughs> in the playoffs. So straight line. Uh, and so, and then uh, just so you guys know, uh, Drew has picked uh, uh, the Rams as well. So of course. <laughs> he went he yeah. went to the LA game and came back a Rams fan. So shit, he was yeah. wearing he was wearing his Cooper Cup jersey. He was yeah. Drew might be the ultimate uh bandwagon fan that I've I ever think, met in my life. I think Drew is. Oh, come on, guy. Hey, don't, hey, don't pick on the guy when he's not here to defend himself. So come on. Well, he, he All right, so next game we got he here. knows it. So the next game we got here, we got Green Bay and San Francisco 49ers. Bosa has cleared concussion protocol yep jp what do you got in this game you want to know what you got bosa you got warner both cleared to play uh in lambo it's gonna be 15 degrees uh yeah i'll take the pack i think it'll be a lot colder than that give me the pack i think it's the last ride it's the last ride for Devontae adams last ride for aaron Rodgers. It's just it's going to be too much for them, mm-hmm. for San Francisco to handle. Uh, again, it, you know, games come down to who makes mistakes. Rodgers doesn't make mistakes. He does not turn the ball over. No. Um, Jimmy G last week almost cost him the game because he turned the ball over in the, in the right. fourth quarter. Um, with that being said, I think San Francisco matches up really well, specifically on the de- defensive side of the ball. Yes. Um, and having Bosa on that end it, it is going to definitely uh, make Aaron Rodgers very uneasy. And this is a game where 
you're going to have to really rely on. Uh, well, isn't Bakhtiari back? Bakhtiari, it's it, it's not uh, a given if he's going to play. He hasn't felt really good from from what I've understood. Well, if Bakhtiari's back, then you. But that's the other side. They're, they'll put both out. They'll flip Bosa back and forth. Right. So, um, Rogers going to be running around back there, and and it's going to be a lot of quick plays, a lot of quick crossing plays, a lot of uh, uh, draws up the middle, um, but ultimately. Rodgers just doesn't make mistakes, and he wins at home in the cold. His his record in games under 32 degrees is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, again, I agree with you. Uh, this is the last ride. I think he's got a chip on his shoulders, and he wants to prove that he is the best. And he's going to come out, and, 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 and they're going to they're get it done. Another low-scoring game, maybe a 24-17 final. So, But hot I, take. I, like, I like the pack here. Hot take, but not, not hot. Devontae Adams won't be in Green Bay next year. No. I can't wait to see who he pairs up with. Maybe him and Russell Wilson will go somewhere together after Rodgers retires. Well, Rodgers isn't retiring. He's going to Denver. Okay. All right. Frank All right. Gallagher. So uh so the last <laughs> Frank Gallagher. So the last uh so you guys were asking about uh him. Uh he's listed as questionable for tomorrow. They said Back that pra- yeah, they said that he's practiced uh during the week this week. And uh, Wednesday, full practice. Uh, Thursday was more of a low management day. So, uh, but they said that um, they list him as questionable against it. So, uh, I guess we probably, if he is a go, we won't know till Sunday. Yeah. And he ain't, if, he's, Sunday, around if he's questionable, he's not going to be effective against Bosa anyway. Yeah, yeah, they could be just saying that too. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of chess at play when it comes to the playoffs. Right. Yeah, so my pick for this, uh, you know, it is hard to go against Aaron Rodgers, and it is also hard to go against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay in sub sub below sub freezing temperatures. Is it is it hard to go against Aaron Rodgers though? He's only won one Super Bowl. Yeah, but still. However, Aaron Rodgers has not won the. Uh, he has not. He's like zero and three, I think, against uh, the Forty ers in playoffs. Yeah. So. Well, we so, don't, they don't have Colin, Colin Kaepernick no more. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to go against the grain here with you guys, and I know I'm going to catch a bunch of shit for it. San Fran. I'm going to take San Francisco in this game. It, it, I, it, it's not a bad pick. It's not. I, I honestly think they're, you know, they're running game. Um, they're healthy. Not a they're, terrible they're running, pick, Rich. They're, 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 their running game is good. Uh, Debo gives you so much flexibility. Yeah. On the outside in the backfield, um, one of my favorite players in the league. And here's another Debo. thing. Yep, they're winning, and Kittle has been a non-factor the last probably month yeah. of the season He's because been a decoy. of Debo. He's been a decoy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean that, maybe, that factors into the offense. I'm, maybe that maybe he was teaching Hawkinson that this year. Maybe just to be a decoy. <laughs> How to disappear and, and get a big paycheck? How to disappear, right? So yeah, I'm taking San Francisco on uh, on that one, just because uh, I think I think I think tomorrow is going to be Aaron Rodgers' last ride in Green Bay, and uh, I just I think he's that's uh, I think he's I think he's worn out his welcome in, in Green that's Bay. That's fair. So. That's fair. But that's you know that's my hot that's my hot take on it. JP. Okay. So we got some other news going on in the NFL. Um, you know, we're still waiting to hear uh, what's going to happen in um, in Los Angeles, or not Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas. 
Um, you know, do they go after Harbaugh? Do they stay put? Um, because I heard today that Harbaugh has had an offer on his desk from the University of Michigan that was more incentive heavy of a contract, but hitting that he hit all the matrix and all the all the goals in that that it would have made him the third highest coach paid coach uh, in college football. But I hear he's also waiting to see what happens with what Vegas does. I think if Vegas offers him a spot, he's going to make that jump. However, the players in Las Vegas have really pulled. They want Bisaccia. Uh, they want Bisaccia to stay I think Bisaccia, you got to go with the momentum. And with everything given that they went through this year with Ruggs and Gruden, you know what I mean, for him to lead them to the playoffs – I think you got to build off the momentum. And I don't think that Harbaugh is really respected in the NFL. I mean, he told Trent Baalke in San Francisco that this locker room is a place for men. <laughs> I don't I don't think that he's very respected in a lot of circles. I think he's coming back to Michigan. I think it's all smoke for his contract, personally. Well, He just hired Mike, Els- Mike Elston from Notre Dame. He's on the road, you know what I mean, recruiting. He, he was is recruiting. Pick, actually. That, him coming to Michigan was a, a result of not getting the D.C. job at Notre Dame. So he, he pretty much left yeah. Notre Dame. But I did read on Twitter that uh, a lot of people speculate that all this Harbaugh grumblings is you know, leverage for him to get more money out of Michigan. And It's all bullshit. You know, so uh, it it could go either way. Oakland, the the Vegas Raiders are saying they, you know, yeah, we'd be interested, but there hasn't been any kind of conversation. So I think okay. it's, a, it's just a, a a battle of you know who's going to talk. It, will there be conversations? Um, if they reach out to Harbaugh, I don't doubt that he'll listen. But for me to get Michigan where they're at right now and then leave. I, I don't think it's good timing for him to go back to the NFL. Apparently, he has a rela- relationship with yeah. the Davis family. The Davis family, yeah. He's and really if he close. Goes, if he goes there, he needs to cut his hair a bull cut like Mark Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Mark Davis looks like he's straight out of Star Trek. I mean, uh, like, but hey, I'm gonna mute you, okay? When you're a billionaire, you can do you can wear your hair whatever the way you want. Right when you're All a right. billionaire. All right, so then, uh, so with, with that, with the coachings and stuff like that, interviews going on. Josh McNown uh, has uh, interviewed uh, with the Texans. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, uh, you know he's been uh, he's been cut, coaching the high school ranks right now. Um, but according to what say is say that he is uh, he's the front runner. Yeah, he's the front runner for that job. They love him because his ability to control the quarterback room. They I, they've reached out to other uh, teams that he's played on, and he's played on a lot. And uh, everyone said the same thing. He had control of the quarterback room. He was essentially a second coach on the field for a lot of those guys. And what does the one thing the, the, the Texans really need? They need uh, quarterbacking to, to help them. They need, so they need a they need a quarterback. Is Dan yeah. Mills their quarterback? I mean, it, 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 don't be surprised if 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 they go with Watson this year. I mean, they're paying them like thirty something million. Hey, to I'll sit go. Out. 
I'll go with Watson all day. All you have day. to. You hey, have fuck, to. And that's the that's, rules. That's why you bring everything. in you bring in a new, a new coaching staff and you start fresh. And, yeah. and I, I think it's a no brainer. Absolutely. You got to. You got to. Mm-hmm. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Martindale, we'll call him Wink. Yeah. Uh, fired as the defensive coordinator uh, with the Ravens. That was a surprise. Uh, do you think he'll? I mean, do you think he'll end up anywhere this year? Or he's always on. He's always on the list of of uh, coordinators that that should get a look. Um, I don't think he will. Um, because a lot of teams are going more offensive-minded coaches because, you know, look at Denver. Look at a lot of these other teams that went defensive. You know, the Jets, they went defense. And and it just doesn't pan out. So I think a lot of teams hey, are – Hey, hold on. The Jets won more games than the Lions did. Well, that's not that's not saying much. But um, <coughs> most of these teams are going offensive uh, coordinator-wise. And, you know, because – that's the game. The game is speed, and and I think they're looking at that aspect. So I think he'll get a job really quick. He'll get a job on one of these these young coordinators, maybe in Jacksonville or something like that. He's going to beef up that defense. So I see him getting another DC job really, really. Yeah, quick. I seen that a lot of a lot of teams are interviewing Brian Dayball, the the offensive coordinator for the Bills, who. Will get a look at by the Giants because their GM now is the assistant GM in Buffalo. So I I do think that Dayball will probably be one of the top candidates. I think Dayball is going to go to. Hey, stop pointing at us, okay? He's going to go. He's going to go to New York. Yeah, yeah, I think it makes sense. And Danny Dimes. Yeah, they're going. They're going to draft an offensive lineman and. Dimes, and then you got Barkley, and uh, Galladay will never do anything. Uh, he's yeah. my least favorite receiver in the league. <laughs> right. You got so, so since we're talking about coordinators, as we all know, Anthony Lynn is out as the OC with Detroit. Yeah. Um, what do you think that's going to do for – Detroit. Do you think they're going to bring in an offensive coordinator, but still Dan Campbell is going to call the plays, or do you think that they're just going to roll with what they got? It'll be a it'll be a hire from within. It'll be Deuce Staley or the the Johnson, the tight ends coach, who who I guess Campbell basically really leaned on him once Lynn was out of the picture, and the players love him so. I think that's that's the smart pick. You 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 hire within, um, but you know the bottom line is Campbell's going to be calling plays. I I, I think um, as the season went on, he got better, and the team got a lot comfortable with him calling the plays. So I think there's no question whoever you hire within for that simple reason of knowing that you're not going to be calling plays as the OC. Um, right. And I don't think there are too many coordinators out there that would come here knowing that, you know, the one thing you go to take a job is to call plays. That's not going to happen in this case. So for the, in that regard, it, it's it'll be in, in, in-house hire, um, probably Johnson. And he's just going to be a coach in name for the most part with Campbell calling plays. Guys, I don't I don't think Campbell did a bad job calling no. plays. But I think the well, first, at the, the end first of the couple weeks, the first couple weeks were rough. But as it went on, yeah, he 
Guys, uh, he made some good. Some he did just some old razzle dazzles. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, look at the emergence of Amon Ross St. Brown and his time calling plays. Yep. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. That's great value at a fourth fourth round pick. There, you know what I mean? I, yeah. But I mean, obviously, you got to hire an OC. I mean, you can't. You, you can't know, manage it all. Him. Yeah. Well, Detroit sports uh, kind of. Uh, well, we'll talk about the Pistons a little bit. The Pistons are—they are what they are. I mean, right. um, they, they don't have that—they don't have that veteran leadership that they need. They have some talent, mm-hmm. but they don't have the—you know—the the leadership that they need. So, you know, some of the—you um, know—some of the speculation out there is the Lakers offered two players in the 2022 first-round pick for Jeremy Grant. Should they hold out for? I mean, I think honestly. You need to go get like Ben Simmons or. Uh, well, did you uh, did you hear the offer that Detroit threw for Ben Simmons? I'm doing it. Was, it. Do it, it was it was it. Jeremy Grant. It was Sadiq Bay. Do it. And it was another player in two picks, and yep. the, the Sixers said not interested. I'm not getting rid of Sadiq Bay. I would. No. Not me. No. He's he can shoot. He can drive. He can score. He needs to work on his defense. But that's a player with Cade Cunningham. You can build off that. You can really build off that. And and I, I'm not getting rid of a, a key piece of the the young puzzle here um, uh, to to get a player that you just you you got a guy who stopped shooting the ball the second half of last season. He was so mentally off. He didn't want to shoot the ball. I'm in the Ben Simmons camp. He can play all five positions. Yeah, he's an all league defender. But where's his head? He's 24 years old. He's in a bad place. Yeah, we brought Rasheed Wallace here. Where was his head at? Yeah, we won an, we won an NBA title. So <laughs> Rasheed Wallace is a different caliber player than, than no, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a different caliber player than Rasheed Wallace. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, JP. Ben Simmons can play every every spot on the court and plays it and plays it well. He's a very versatile player um, that you could slot in. Uh, you can slot him in in, in different scenarios. You know, right. he, can be, he can play the PG. He can play the power forward. It, it opens but up why some flexibility for them to Philly. Why do they not want him on the court? Because he's because Doc Rivers is an egotistical asshole, and he always has always has been. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear his? Uh, somebody asked him a question yesterday, and he like uh, he like flipped out you he's like you wouldn't ask uh uh what the hell is his name from san antonio you wouldn't ask him that question why are you i earned this it's like speaking of flipping out the breaks dude speaking of flipping out if you guys haven't heard penny hardaway's press conference from the other day then listen to it it's gold is it really oh he went the fuck off on the media and basically, I'm gonna, told, I'm gonna try to pull it up. Basically, said, "Don't come at me, bro." No, I, I think, I think Philly's problem is they, you know, a lot like the Lakers. They got a lot of talent. They got a lot of ego. They don't have the right coach. Right. And their GM, their GM is a disgrace as well. Daryl Morley, who got ran out of, of Houston, he's a big problem. And and I think most teams, if given that offer. They're gonna jump all over it. Morley's gonna. I think Morley's gonna find out real quick that there isn't much of a market for Ben Simmons. 
or there would have been more offers and and and, and he may not play in, in in the league this year and but for me you don't make that move as a pistons i think you're taking a step in the wrong direction uh, I just, uh, yeah i i think he'd be here's another thing jp rasheed wallace who was the coach who's the coach in detroit larry yeah. brown one yeah. of the top three greatest coaches in, in the history of basketball uh, Dwayne Casey is not Larry Brown. He won't be able to contain Ben Simmons. I think I think Dwayne Casey is undervalued. I think he, I think he will. You know what I mean? I, I think the guy wants to play. You know what I mean? And he's sat out the whole season. He needs a new start. I mean, you got Joel Embiid bashing you in the media. Well, he needs out of you Philly. I mean? He needs Come out on. of Philly, but. They gotta be willing to make offers that make sense, and that's a tough Philadelphia market, anyway. You know what I mean? It's well, especially the yeah. the basketball team. Yeah, it's up there. You know, with the Eagles and the Sixers. I mean, that's a tough market to play. It's, a, it's like a New York market. It's, yeah, it's if you you don't win out, you know, those fans are gonna uh, implode on you, and they do, and and they've imploded on 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 Simmons. He he's he'll never play another game in Philly, and and the, the smart move for both teams for both parties is for them to just move on from them get rid of them hey i got the i got the uh i got the penny hardaway up here dude so i'm gonna play this, it right now at memphis in the first half like that when it's unfolding is there is it embarrassing and i think the one thing i can say to this media because this media gets kind of Fucked up sometimes when it comes to me. We don't have our full roster. Y'all know we don't have our full roster. Stop asking me stupid fucking questions about if I feel like I can do something. If I had my roster like they did, then I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. I'm coaching really hard. My boys are playing really hard. I'm not embarrassed about nothing. We have four freshmen starting. Y'all need to act like it. Act like we got 17, 18, 19-year-olds out here trying to learn how to play against 22, 23, and 24 year old guys come on man stop disrespecting me bro like don't do that i work too fucking hard i work way too hard for that y'all write all these bullshit articles about me and all i do is work we got young kids on the floor they got young kids on the floor i love it and i think sports needs more coaches like him sports needs more coaches the, the coach the coach speak is bull to me uh, let's yeah. hear what you have to say. Who cares if you're going to get fined or not? I think I think yep. that's passion. I think players will react to it's that. It's a PR move. Yeah, exactly. And and I love it. And 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 coaches get caught up in the afraid to say the wrong thing. Tell tell me how you feel. And right. I think I think the kids want that too. I think hearing his reaction, his players are going to hit the court the next time they play. They're going to war for this guy, and and I'm for it. I'm here for that. Absolutely. Yeah. So and then so we'll talk about the Red Wings. Do you think the Red Wings are going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline? Buyers. You think so? I think they're going to hold back. Who are you selling? I mean, you got what? Nedeljkovic. You got you got Cider. Who are all? No, you're not. Here's the thing: is you're 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 not you're not going to sell. You're not going to sell those players. But if you can get rid of, if you can like unload a. Um, you know, Stall. it depends. Well, really, it depends on if you're in if if they're in the hunt for a playoff spot around that time. Uh, 
you can you can offload a stall, somebody looking for some depth at defense, you know, and and, right. and get more picks. Bryce I can see that possibly happening. You know, Grice, yeah, you can move Grice and bring uh, you know Pickard up. Uh, you know, last night they 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 were up, they were up four three. Uh, minute to play. Minute to play. Uh, Dallas pulls the goalie. Dallas scores a goal to tie it up. It's that that overtime. game was nothing but bad bounces and bad breaks, both teams. And, and Yeah. But, no, to me, they stay pat. I think they've got their foundation to move forward. And, and yeah. Iserman's doing what he needs to do. He, he's building his front office. The eyes are playing. Yeah. And um, so I think, I think they're going to fall a little bit short, a little bit short this year in the playoffs. But – They've made enough progress. I think the future is very bright. It, yeah, I mean, within a year, maybe two, they're going to be contending, and with the yeah. right right moves, I think some free agents are going to want to come here too. Brandon Lidstrom on board it is almost like uh, yeah. uh, bringing the right recruiter in and to to uh, build your team. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's going to be he's the assistant to the general manager. I get that, but I don't think. I think from my perspective. I don't think he's going to be as involved or he's going to be that guy. You know, he's not, you know, players will come to an organization. I mean, uh, I forgot who it was. It was like, yeah, why would you not want to play for Eiserman? You know, and, you know, stuff like right. that. I get that. But, uh, you know, a, a lot of these younger guys, they're going to look at, you know, who's going to be the coach, you know, who's going to be the guy who's going to be, you know, leading the charge with the team. Um, me personally, I, I think this past season we've actually surrounded Blasha with uh, a lot of uh, good prospects, a lot of good talent. Um, I just, I, I just have a hard time believing that the system that he has, that he's implementing and that he's working is just not, you know, it's not working for the NHL style game. Yeah. They're a very young team and he's been known to work great with younger players. Uh, You know, and he, and he's an accomplished you know, he's an accomplished coach. I mean, I'm not going to take that away from him. He won the Calder, uh, you know, Calder Trophy in the AHL with the Griffins. Uh, you know, he mentored a lot of those kids and stuff like that. So, you know, he has a way with that. But uh, you look at you look at Vancouver this year. Vancouver fired their coach. They brought Bruce Bordeaux in. And, uh, I mean, they are – whatever he's doing is working because they've been winning games. Yes. Um, another thing to talk about, let's talk about former, uh, Red Wings. Uh, Ken Holland has got to be on the hot seat in Edmonton right now because Edmonton has all, I mean, you got the top, top two scorers in the league in the and, they world. Just abs- yeah. and they got, and they got absolutely shellacked the other day. You six got to the one best player in the fucking world. They, they got Peter. McDavid and Dreisaitl. And they got Leon Dreisaitl. Let's not mm-hmm. forget him. That guy Dreisaitl puts up mad points. But they got absolutely shellacked, lost six to one. Fans it, there were throwing jerseys on the ice because they were so upset. Earlier in the week, uh, I tweeted out um, the media in Edmonton. You know, I, I've followed Edmonton for years. Uh, and when I mean years, back from when I was a kid, you know, I watched Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, their media is very hard on their players. You know, they will ask questions to their players that are there that they will not ask anybody in the front office. So um, Leon Dreisaitl was asked, you know, a question or whatever. 
like, you know, what do you got to get better at? And he's like, everything we need, to, we, we need to get better at everything right now. Yeah. And he's like, well, can you, you know, can you, is there one specific thing? He's like, no. Is that coach? He goes, and he, and he goes, no. And the guy's like, uh, how come you're always pissy with me and everything like that? He's like, dude, I answer your quite like, you know, yeah. and that's one of the things like the, the, the media's boundaries uh, when it comes to interview, all, all the guy was looking for was a hot take that he could, mm-hmm. he can get him to say something, click, twist, a, twist yeah. a little bit and get the clicks online. But um, doesn't, doesn't this, doesn't this remind you of Ovechkin and with the Capitals? I mean, he couldn't get past that, you know, for years, you know what I'm saying? And now yeah, they, brought oh, in, yeah. they brought in the right coach and he was best uh, at the time. Ovechkin was the best player in the world. So then you look at Connor McDavid. You know what I mean? And it's kind of a similar situation. Let's get Barry Trotz over there. Let's go. Yeah. He's not leaving. But, you know, but the, the, the problem, but here's the problem though, is Edmonton is such a small market team. Really, unless they are, you know, a lot of those players are overpaid. I mean, but they have to overpay some of those players to keep them. Well, it's but like the Red Wings. Still Canadian hockey. Oh, I know. You know, you, you know what? At- I tell you right now, and that is my bucket place. To go see a game that go to Edmonton and see a, see a game at Rogers Center. That's a bucket list of mine. Players aren't that going to and teams Ed, for that in Winnipeg. Anymore. Those are my two yeah. bucket places. Well, you you got to figure Canadian hockey media is like equivalent to Alabama football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the all they have, really. Yeah, that's all they got. I mean, it, players players aren't going to teams that have traditions anymore. They're not. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you see Vegas, you see um, Florida, you see Carolina. A lot of these these teams where, you know, they're not hockey hotbeds, but they're going there. And I mean, it's it the game has changed, and and it, and it is tough when you see media attacking players and and players around the league notice that, and they're not going to go there. No. But I think Edmonton has a coaching problem. I think uh, Ken Holland. Uh, you know, toward the end of his reign in Detroit, you know, he, he brought in a lot of bad, bad contracts and, and he was, he benefited from having the right people around him. Right. Um, and when they all left, Jimmy Delavano left. And well, um, no, you, you have to think with Ken Holland, you got to understand he was given a team, you know, he was, yeah. I mean, he pretty, they Jim handed Dill, him a Stanley yeah. cup team on, on, you know, they on a platter uh, as soon as they had the lockout, they went to the salary cap. They had to make some decisions like that. In the salary cap era, he could not. We won the cup the first year, but then after that, it was over with. Yeah, but I see. But that was the transition between having no salary cap to a salary mm-hmm. cap. So he only had to buy out a couple of players because they were still working. They gave him like a grace period mm-hmm. to work through. It, obviously, you still had the core of your team. Yeah. But then after that, it's just kind of been like a downward slide. And here's another thing that they've done is – uh, I, my personal opinion, I'm kind you know, I'm, I'm actually really surprised. And I, you know, I, this is more of a, uh, more of a homage to what Eisman has been doing, but you have to think of previous coaches and in previous general managers, you get a player. If you, I tell you right now, if Ken Holland was still here and Mo Sider and Lucas Raymond were drafted by them, they wouldn't be they playing. Would, they would still be in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Facts. Eiserman yep. came out and played as a 19-year-old kid. Eiserman knows what it takes for those kids to play in the league. What's young the kid like that? What's he sees name? that, and he and he puts him in. What's the kid's name we got from uh, Washington in the uh, 
trade last year. Oh, Verana. Ver- Jacob Verana. He'll be back. He'll be back toward yep. the end of the season. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. I think uh, I think in February. I think he's slated to come so back. So you start talking about Verana. You got Jacob Bertuzzi. You got Cider. You got Raymond. You got Nadalkovic. I mean, you got a hell. There's a hell of a lot to build on, and, and probably the best team in Detroit right now. Let's not let's enough. not hide the fact that uh, Dylan Larkin has really evolved yeah. into his captaincy. He's he's having a career season, and um, he's playing with a different different kind of swagger, and and you know he's he's getting results. Nineteen goals this year, and he's had uh, like nine goals in the last. Uh, I think it was twelve games. So. He's making an impact for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have a concrete – I just looked it up. They don't have a concrete window on when Verano's going to be back. They're shooting for sometime in February. He is skating, but he has not been cleared by the doctors to do any shooting drills or anything like that. So, uh, you know, me personally, they, I think they still have him for two more years under contract. I'm not going to push – I mean, granted, I, what they're doing right now, they're they're – I mean – could they get a wild card spot? Yeah, they get they something's really got to turn around. If they don't make the playoffs this year, I'm not disappointed. But no, however, yeah. I will say I am. Uh, they are moving in the right direction. Fundamentally, that, the the pieces are falling into place for hockey. Them. Hockey is the only sport where you make the playoffs as a one seed or eight seed. Anything you have a chance. Anything yep. can happen. Goaltending, exactly. And they got exactly. a good one. Goaltending, yeah. yeah. They got a couple good goaltenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got two anyway, good that note. On that note, we're really pressed up against time for right now and stuff like that. But uh, so what I want to do is I want to say thank you, JP, for uh, joining us today. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time. Let's not let it go. Uh, you know, uh, let's not go too long before next time. But uh, well, I felt like I had, on... to, I had to. I had to bless my presence and give the show no, a little you... spark. You know. And you, hey. You <laughs> um, uh, you know, so I mean, our plan is uh, in a couple of weeks. I think we're going to do a uh, Super Bowl actually, show. We're going to do a. We're going to do an iLogic media show. I think what we're going to do is that it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be the us, uh, the OC cast, and uh, River City Media, the three R's. I think we're all going to get together. We're going to talk uh, Super Bowl. We're going to talk yep. maybe Super Bowl Sunday, maybe get on for maybe a half hour, 40 minutes. And, uh, you know, I haven't even. Out that way. I haven't even met the boys from the OC yet. And I love, I love that show, man. That's. That's such a good show. You know what I mean? I, I feel like we all need to get together at some point. You know what I mean? And I know Super George Sunday. a little inebriated the other night, but, you know, maybe a Super Bowl <laughs> show would be good. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I, I mean, that, that, that's definitely in the works, um, and we're, we are going to set that up. So, and yeah, you are, sure. and you're welcome to be a part of it. So Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> it'd probably be easier for us to have all, all of us uh, in one spot, and then that way, uh, you know, we can. I mean, we got cameras; we can get it worked Speak out. Speak easy. So. Yeah, we'll do that. So, all right, cool. Well, hey, on that note, all right, on that note, uh, on behalf of Tom and JP and myself, uh, everybody have a good one. Everybody Peace. enjoy the football this weekend. Be safe. See you. Have a good one. Yep. <laughs>